Hi, I'm Evelyn. And this is Andrew. And, and we, we hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. I haven't seen you in so long. I just finished drawing my cute little Halloween kitty. It's so cute. <laughs> it's hearts around it. It's May the 15th today. And yesterday was May the 14th be with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed May the 4th be with you for a podcast. It's been so yeah. long since we've done a podcast. But um, that was <sighs> not really today because it was a school day. That's true. So. <laughs> Man, what have we been doing? If we haven't been podcasting for literal months, what have we been up to? Um, kind of playing with my friends and doing stuff like that. Oh, and school. <laughs> school, work, playing with friends. Not doing a whole lot. Well, actually, well, since it is yours and mom's anniversary, it's just mom's birthday. It's just Mother's Day. I mean, so we, many things happening. We've been busy, haven't we? So that's why we can do a podcast. I was actually going to ask you, mm-hmm. and I've also been wanting to do crafts. Everything. Uh, it's just everything that stops us from doing a podcast, but hopefully we can get back to it soon. Oh, and are. right now while we're doing it, it's like almost my bedtime. We haven't been doing a lot outside either because it's been kind of rainy, rainy and cold here this spring. But I've been playing with my friends That's outside. True. Yep. We've done a little bit of yard work. But um, getting our garden. We got a few I things think, planted. Um, soon we can make a nature podcast. Um, of this, like it can be, a, um, a nature good news story, and we can like first we can get like the birds and that mm. chirping outside. I have a good news story about birds for us today. Yay! <laughs> also, did you know? So it's May fifteenth. Da da da. Do you know what that is? Is it the International Day you're talking about? It's National Chocolate Chip Day. Yum. But they kind of taste kind of gross by themselves. And the, what? By the south, they taste gross Maybe we sometimes. should make chocolate chip cookies. Ooh, but we all have with peanut butter. National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, baby. Think of something. Do you remember the story about the lady who invented chocolate chip cookies? Yeah. Her name oh, is Ruth. Graves Wakefield. Wake, Were you grabbing Wakefield. that book? So I grabbed your book so we could oops. <laughs> so we could read the story. Yay! <laughs> Evie has a book that she got from her aunt and uncle called Uncle Josh and Auntie Sarah. Yeah, called Five Minute Stories for Fearless Girls. And it has the story of Ruth Graves Wakefield in it. And the person who made Harry Potter. And who all does it have in it? And Michelle Obama. A lot of brave people. Viola Desmond and Tanya Tagak. There's lots of cool people in here. Yeah. So, but should we read it now or should we wait? Um, I think that we maybe should read at the end. No, actually have the book open already. Well, let's carry on with our show like regular. Like we normally do. And then we'll read the story maybe at yeah. some point in the end. We had, we have, I promised a good news story, didn't I? 
Yes, you so did. let's <laughs> cue up the good news story today. He did up. It's time for the good news story of the day. So our good news story today comes from Australia, the land down under. Ooh, we're gonna get they look really pretty. They're like black and white. They're so pretty. Okay. Do you know what an my booties? <laughs> do you know what an ornithologist is? Um, I feel like the things that stay birds Nailed or it. animals. Yeah, um, kind of like veterinarians. Yeah, an ornithologist is somebody who studies birds. So Yay, lots I'm of times. So nice. I'm so good. Okay. I'm so good. They're kind ornithologists. of like storm catchers. <laughs> <laughs> Just with you have lots of fun energy today. The, an ornithologist I is. Candy. I've what? Had, I've had like <laughs> like this much of ice cream, oh, and yeah, some, ice cream and three dried up peaches. So your body's just full of sugar energy. Okay. All right. So an ornithologist is somebody who studies bird and birds, and oftentimes ornithologists they'll put little like trackers on birds so they can see how far they travel oh, and kind yeah. of what their migration um, patterns are and people, stuff like that. Um, I watched this show, mm-hmm. um, I think it's Izzy and um, the Koalas. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. And they like paint um, these um, koala bears, I mm-hmm. think they are, so they can know where so they can find them again after mm. they've set them out oh, yeah. to be free because yeah. like they're always like hurt or injured or something yeah. and they have to help them so they put like a little tracker on them so they can kind of see where they are they yeah it's not help. exactly like trackers just paint so they can find them oh, again interesting. Okay. and they have cute little cages and i think they're in africa so um izzy goes without like no shoes uh, if, it, if it was koalas then they probably were in australia which yeah. is where this story comes from yeah. So there's a group of ornithologists. Maybe they, maybe they see so the koalas. <laughs> so there's a group of ornithologists in Australia, and they were wanting to study magpies, which is what these kind of birds are. Uh-huh. Uh, so they had put these little trackers on them mm-hmm. so that they could, uh, again, study kind of where where they traveled, how far they traveled, some of those kind of things. But they found out something about magpies when they did this. Is that they're really smart and they like to help each other. So what happened? So is, they're taking them off. That's right. <laughs> so they put them on. It says within ten minutes of putting the final tracker on the final magpie, they saw one of the adult female birds without a tracker working with her bill to try and take the harness off one of the younger birds. And they said within a couple hours, almost all the trackers had been taken taken off, and the birds would help each other take the trackers because they just they didn't know what they were they were just like hey this shouldn't be on my friend so they helped each other take them off i don't like these i hate them yeah mosquito so that oh where on my drawing i don't see it oh that's just like a little fruit fly i don't like it um yeah so one it shows how intelligent those kind of birds can be and two that they they're they already knew they were really kind of social birds. They, mm-hmm. they would travel in groups and kind of work together. But here, they were showing how they, like, really could work together to, to help each other. And how they really didn't like them. So, did they find, like, any kind of trackers that they could keep, like, on them? Like, maybe, like, a 
paint that has a tracker inside of it or something? It doesn't say exactly what they did. I'm sure they must have had to figure out a different kind of solution or a different kind of tracker. Maybe Ooh, that they, they would couldn't have get to off. separate them. Yeah. I think magpies, it says magpies are corvids, which is a type of bird family. And I think it probably includes, oh yeah, crows, magpies, ravens. Those are all like part of the same kind of bird family. And they're all really smart. Ravens, okay, so um, my family's at school. Ravens, bears, salmons, mm-hmm. wolves. Um, it's easier saying French orcas. Orca. Um, it's the same in English, orca. Um, raven, salmon, bear, beaver. Mm-hmm. Wolf. Wolf, raven. orca. Yeah, they're sex, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ravens are very intelligent, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They and um I. Um, I have a Hokkien teacher. Her name is Mrs. Logan mm-hmm. at my school, and she reads us books. And one is about a raven taking mm. the moon and fleeing oh, yeah. it into the sky. Have you heard that story? One of story? the Hokkien stories, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really that's really nice cool. Very cool. It seems more like I was being like, oh, um, this is what I need to say. Yeah, this is all I need to say. Okay, it's time for joke jail. I have some pretty good ones, I think. I forgot about the jokes there, so I don't actually really. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to make some up? Yep. Well, I got a couple. I have a good one. What's your joke? Wait, Um, we got to open this thing first. Yeah. It's been so long, (laughs) it's probably going to be really dusty. Yeah. Help me get the door open. Uh, (laughs) That is dusty. Okay. Good. Too much dust. <laughs> okay. Okay, I've got all dusted up. Okay. Oof. So. I bet you could. Hear I have that three jokes. Too. I have three jokes Can that I, I left in there. Mindful? In anticipation of yes, go for it. Okay. Why are blueberries called blueberries? Because mm, they're blue. Because you pick them when they're blue, when they're berries. Same with blackberries, but why do you put them in pies to shove them in your face? <laughs> I don't know, I do that's like not really a joke, I just, it's kind of a joke, it's kind of funny. <laughs> You're Maybe kind it'll funny. make you laugh. <laughs> no, you make um, me laugh a lot. Instead of jokes, I'll just say funny things. You always, you say lots of funny things. I did have I'm a few jokes chatty. in here. I'm chatty Okay, today. chatty. Do you want to hear my jokes about cookies? Yeah. That I put in there in honor of chocolate chip cookie day? One minute. I just want to do another one. Why are daddy and daughter so lovely? Oh, why? Because they love each other and because we're daddy and daughter that do a podcast right now. And my name's everyone. And his name's Andrew. And my rascal boo-boo is gone. Yeah. It must be downstairs. Are you ready for some cookie jokes? Yep. When should you take a chocolate chip cookie to the doctor? Um, when it's feeling crummy. Did you know that one already? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but it's why did the cookie go to Oh, well, this one's worded a bit different. Mm-hmm. Why do basketball players love chocolate chip cookies? Because Ruth um, Waken. Ruth Graves Wakefield. Ruth Graves Wakefield made them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe the Why do basketball players love chocolate chip cookies? Because they can dunk them. You get that one? Um, kind of. There's when you like, 
Yeah, you I know. You can dunk a basketball or you can dunk a cookie mm-hmm. in milk. But I wouldn't uh-huh. dunk a basketball in milk. It wouldn't taste very good. <laughs> and I wouldn't dunk a cookie through the thing. <laughs> I would eat it instead. <laughs> Wait, no. Imagine somebody was going like that. Um, <laughs> under it and somebody like dunked it yeah. past. What kind of keys do kids like to carry? Um, Sour keys. Chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have one more I need okay. to tell you. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Why did the alarm go off? Because it was time to eat cookies. Because I woke up for school because it's not time for bed and I can't turn it off because I'm just so tired. You're so tired. <laughs> Go get away from school. Oh, let's close this joke. Hey, we forgot to close the joke jail. <laughs> <laughs> That was unexpected. <laughs> Something hit the microphone? That was unexpected? No, it hit me and oh. it made me sound like... Are what? you okay? Yeah. Instead of... That was unexpected. This time we're going to read our story about where chocolate chip cookies came from, okay? Okay. <laughs> the cup on it looks very sad. Like, I need some chocolate chip cookies to go with me. <laughs> okay, you can start. Imagine a world where there were no chocolate chip cookies. It's a dark and gloomy place, isn't it? What would you eat with a glass of milk? Or when you're sneaking a snack before bed? Okay, there are other choices. Crackers, apple slices, a piece of pie. But none of these are the same. Nothing fits in your hand quite the same way as a chocolate chip cookie or has that combination of buttery, crunchy, chewy goodness Mm. with the melty chunks of chocolate hidden inside. But here's the thing. There was a time not that long ago when the chocolate chip cookie didn't exist. It's true. Well, not. it says not that long ago, but to us it's like almost a thousand years, (laughs) but it's not because that's when the dinosaurs were invented. (laughs) It wasn't a thousand years ago. I know. But I bet dinosaurs would like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. (laughs) It took a special person to bring this glorious goodie into the world so that the rest of us would never have to do without. And her name was Ruth Graves Wakefield. Back in the 1930s. So that's like almost a hundred years ago. Yeah, almost. Back in the 1930s, Ruth and her husband Ken owned the Toll House in... Near, yeah. Owned the Toll House Inn near Boston, Massachusetts. Ruth was a great cook, and the Toll House restaurant quickly became famous for her delicious lobster dinners and tasty treats, like Boston cream pie, brownies, gingerbreads, and puddings. Not only that, but when customers were waiting to order, their table got a basket of fresh pecan rolls to quiet any grumbling tummies. Yum. That sounds so good. Yeah, it does. I've never had a pecan roll, but it sounds delicious. Sounds like, I mean, you know the Chinese food you get? Sounds mm. like those roll-ups that you get with them, doesn't it? Like a fortune cookie? No. They're like rolled-up things, kind of like wraps. Oh, like an egg roll? Yeah. Oh, I think it might be more like a bun, maybe. But the origin of the chocolate chip cookie was humble. It all started with some little butterscotch cookies Ruth used to serve on the side of a dish of ice cream. They were just extras, add-ons to the main event. 
until she started thinking, how can I make these a little more delicious? Over the years, people have said the chocolate chip cookie was invented by mistake. That while Ruth was making some butterscotch cookies, she ran out of nuts and put in chocolate on a whim. Or that she accidentally knocked some chocolate into her dough while she was mixing. But the truth is better. This wasn't an accident. Ruth was a talented woman and a fantastic cook. No, she spent time dreaming this up. The chocolate chip cookie was baked in her imagination long before she made the first batch. She was a cookie genius. And so one fateful day, Ruth added some chopped up chocolate chunks to the butterscotch cookie dough and baked up something magnificent. She called them chocolate crunch cookies. Right away, they were a hit at the restaurant. So she added the recipe to her cookbook, Toll House Tried and True Recipes. Word got around that these cookies were life-changing. So more and more people started baking them at, baking their own at home. During the Second World War, many Massachusetts families started sending the cookies in care packages to soldiers who were fighting far away. These men shared with their friends, and soon soldiers from all over the United States were asking for chocolate chip cookies. Back when Ruth was baking, there was no such thing as a chocolate chip. Instead, Ruth's recipe called for a semi-sweet Nestle chocolate bar cut up into little pieces. Stores could hardly keep Nestle chocolate bars on the shelves. And this is when Ruth had another top-notch idea. She offered Nestle a deal. They could print her recipe on the back of their chocolate bars in exchange for a for one dollar and a lifetime supply of chocolate. Hmm. I want a lifetime supply of chocolate. Would you like that? Yeah. If you could have a lifetime a lifetime supply of one food, what would it be? Like you could always have it no matter what, anytime you wanted it. It would be there in an instant. I don't really know. Milk? <laughs> juice? Juice? You like juice. Chocolate chip cookies and milk? Mm-hmm. I think mine would be chips. Mm, yeah, no, they'll pick a chip. <laughs> Nestle agreed and soon everyone who bought the company's chocolate had Ruth's recipe at hand. Even better, Nestle created the chocolate chip or as they call them, chocolate morsels, just so people could make cookies without all the chopping. People argue to this day about what makes the perfect chocolate chip cookie, but there's no arguing that Ruth's recipe is still one of the best, even after nearly 90 years. Do you like your chocolate chip cookies crunchy or soft? Um, I think both. I like soft. Yeah, soft. Do you like them with nuts or without? Mm, without. I think I like both. Sometimes I like them with nuts, sometimes without. Bigger than your hand or bite-sized? Bigger than mine. The bigger the better. No, um, <laughs> actually um, bite-sized. No matter how you prefer them, the next time you bite into one, think of Ruth Wakefield, the brilliant baker who made our lives so much sweeter. Okay, I'll go grab one right <laughs> now. <laughs> That's a good story. Does hey? it count if it's peanut butter chocolate chip I cookies? think we could read more stories from that book in our podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah. Thanks for spending some time with us. I know it's been a long time since we've been here, but we'll hopefully make it more regular. I think we say that every time, but you know, life happens. There's something I want to say. What is that? I forgot. Hmm. Maybe I I remember next time. All right. We're going to give the last word to Leo today. What do you want to say, Leo? I don't know what Leo the science. Can you say goodbye to everybody? What did it say about it? I hear you. 
Can you, you say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everyone. See you. This is a Studio B podcast.